miss my soapbox. If you have important things to say, you use a soapbox. Welcome to the Soapbox bonus episode three. So this week I'm going to do a little something different on the bonus episode. I know I've said that in the last one and this being the third one, maybe I should just make it clear that the bonus episodes are a place for me to really be able to freestyle. You know what I mean? And I definitely still want people to send in voice memos and reactions to anything that you hear on the show. And I'm also not restrained to only talking about the subject of the week, right? So this week's episode was about Martin Luther King. And the idea of seeing him through a lens that isn't Mr. I Have a Dream. This was definitely my second favorite episode that I made. I'm super proud of it. I really enjoy it. I love the episode. So like, it just feels really good to have it out and have you guys hopefully have heard it before you hear this. But the plan that I had for that episode and the bonus episode that I had following it isn't really where my heart's at right now. I have a different idea for this bonus episode. This week, J. Cole put out a new song, Snow on the Bluff, and he received a lot of backlash from it. Now, he is someone who uses his platform, I think, responsibly. I think there's a lot of people that do use their platform responsibly, especially now in the times that we live in. It's really important for people to use their platform responsibly. But we also need to, while we're looking at those who use their platform responsibly, even though we do have the right to critique them, I think the critique should be more so not just on us for what we could be doing and probably aren't doing, but on those who aren't using their platform responsibly. So I write poetry, right? My name is Baudelaire and I was actually named after a poet. And it's crazy the way the universe works. I started writing poetry before I even knew that, that I was named after a poet. But anyway, I write poetry. And before this show, before uh, La Soapbox, I was doing another show with my best friend. It was called The Bo and Dro Show. Now, Dro of Andro, he edited one of my poems for an episode of the Bo and Dro show. And I still have that audio and I edited it a little differently. And I wanted to share that with you guys this week as the bonus episode. So please send in your voice memos for the Martin Luther King episode. I still will address all thoughts, concerns. I also can put out episodes whenever I want, really. That's the thing that's fun about having my own show. So please, like I said, send in those voice memos. I also want to say, and I didn't say this in any of the other bonus episodes, what the next episode's about. So the next episode of the Soapbox that's coming out this Monday is about mentorship. And it's specifically me speaking to Black men. Now, one thing that I would really love to do for the bonus episode next week, and the reason why I'm saying this now is to give even more time, is I would love for Black women to send in voice memos, speaking to questions for Black men. I'm going to try my best to speak for Black men or give my perspective on what was said, but I think that'll make for a really good bonus episode because in the episode, I don't think I gave enough attention to the relationship between Black men and Black women. So I'd like to completely devote next week's bonus episode to that, if possible. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce, this is actually the second or third poem I ever wrote in my life. It is called John Carlos's Medal. Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> 
Thank you. In 1968, America was being torn apart. It was involved in Vietnam and civil rights legislation had been pushed through, but black Americans were saying it's not enough. We want to turn to more radical solutions. You had at that time uh, Dr. Martin Luther King and his followers. You had Malcolm X and his followers. American unity sees the only hope uh, for the black man in America uh, in a strong Africa. And, and black power was saying, we want change now. And we insist on it. This isn't just a request, this is a demand. Very few people had the avenue to tell people how it really was or how we felt about a certain issue. You had to have a platform. To win gold medals for one's country and still feel a second-class citizen is the bitter paradox facing many colored Americans. And because we were black athletes, what we were supposed to do is run real fast and go home, smile, get pats on the back, and still be relegated to second-class living. Tommy Smith sets a new world record in the 200 meters with John Carlos taking the bronze. And I'm supposed to stand up there and look at a flag, put my hand over my heart, saying how proud I am because this flag has represented me? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's a good start. And Carlos, as usual, has burst out of the blocks. Tommy Smith running pretty well so far. And in lane two, Bombook is strong on the outside. It's Edwin Roberts. It's John Carlos right now. It's Carlos and Smith. And here comes Tommy Smith! We all have seen John Carlos in that iconic photo on that Olympic platform in Mexico City. Along with Tommy Smith, he stood with an Olympic medal in one hand and a raised black power fist with the other. During the medal ceremony, Smith and Carlos raised a single gloved fist as a symbol of protest at the treatment of blacks in the USA. Today I have a truth to share with you. John Carlos didn't care for that medal. But why should he? Why should he give glory to the flag that allows Emmett Till's murderers to walk free? Why should he remain silent as those with his same shade brutalized by the law enforcement their tax dollars pay for? We're not brutalized because we're Baptists. We're not brutalized because we're Methodists. We're not brutalized because we're Muslims. We're not brutalized because we're Catholics. We're brutalized because we are black people in America. Why should he be so proud of his accomplishment that he does not use his current platform to give voice to the struggles of those that helped him get there? But here's the deal, Colin. I've got loved ones overseas right now fighting for your right to sit on a bench and bitch and moan about your perceived oppression while making $19 million a year to throw a ball. Just show a little respect. Luckily for him, he was fast enough to run off the Harlem streets and onto an Olympic track, but luckily for his people, he hadn't forgot. Not everybody could be so fast. Speak truth to power when power lends you its ear. As black people, because we never had anything, which is understandable, we get to a place and we just think we separate ourselves from the culture. You know, like with OJ, I get to a space where he's like, I'm not black, I'm OJ. You know, like Tiger Woods, I get to a space and thinks, I think I'm above the culture. You know, and that same person, when he's playing golf and playing great, they, you, you're protected. But when you're not, they're going to put pictures of you drunk driving and, and like embarrass you. That world will eat you up and spit you out. There's a system at play here, and when you get to the front of the race, do not forget, not everybody can be so fast. Rarely do we see those given a platform use said platform to evoke change. Most often, those who are given a platform use it to show off their new medal. 
I'm just outside the box. Okay. This style is called Mayweather. All that money you got, you better pay for yourself. I got, I got a little bit. I got a little bit. Yes. Any, any you want to give me now? Uh, just for a fun interview? Nothing right you, now. Are you saying Mayweather has no money? Oh, I got a bag back there. Can you bring it up here? Where's the money? Where's the money? Not fall for the carrot on the stick trick. Whether it's six NBA championships, a Grammy award, an Olympic gold medal, or finally making it to six figures, none of that will satisfy your soul. We all stand on the shoulders of our ancestors and benefit from the work they put in. So it is our duty then to acknowledge and work towards resolving our society's issues and give a voice to those without. Although the shiny metal can be enticing and the vain part of us feels better when wearing it, we must remind ourselves that is not the goal. That can never be the goal, because not everything that glitters is gold. At the end of the day, we're like the dog chasing the tail. You know how it is. See, we tired as hell, but we never caught the tail. John Carlos didn't go to Mexico City to win the gold. He went to get a medal so as to get on the victory platform. In life, when you're on that platform, put your fist up and remember, John Carlos didn't give a fuck about that medal.